Welcome, my friends, back to part two of writing with writing for dummies, as told by a dummy. Um, so for this segment, we are going to be talking about sequels and if you really even need one for your book. Um, so the first thing you need to do after finishing your first book is decide if you want a sequel if you already haven't decided. So I have actually done sequels before. I my first um my first book series I wrote 3. I talked about this a little bit in the first episode. I wrote 3 books in the series. Um the books that I'm currently working on, I'm definitely not <laughs> going to write a second book and here's why. So For the first novel that I wrote, it ended with um, my main characters escaping, except for one of them who chose to stay behind in the enemy's castle. And so, you know, that was kind of a, not exactly a cliffhanger ending, but there were some things that did not get wrapped up at all. There were definitely some things that still needed answers, and if I just stopped writing there, people would get angry. Not really. No one read the book. So, um, (laughs) but if I did publish it and didn't write a second sequel, if I didn't write a sequel, people would have been angry. They would have had so many questions and I probably wouldn't have sold another book. I still haven't sold books, but I I am hoping I will. So, um, do you need a second book? That one did. Uh, there was still some things that needed answers to it, and, um, but the book that I'm writing right now definitely does not need, it should not get a sequel, and here's why. So, if any of you are planning on reading my book, it's on Inca, it's called Lies and Deceit, Hidden in the Wind, I would suggest you skip forward a little bit. While I explain this because uh kind of spoils the entire book. But the book ends with the main character, Lucian, dying. So he dies. The main character is dead. They bury him in the ground. There is no comeback. You know who also died? The main's uh one of the other character, one of the other main characters, not the main character, but one of the other main characters that the story basically surrounds. So, it, it ends pretty well. There are no loose ends. It's tied up in a pretty bow, and that can be a novel. Maybe I'll write a, um, different book that's taking place in the same universe, But it will not have the same characters at all. It will just have the same background settings and same logic as the original world. But the characters are not going to be the same. There is no coming back from the dead in my books. So, um, I'm not doing a second novel for that one. So, mainly I'm going to be talking about my first series and... After you finish your first book, I just want to tell this to you straight away. Please, please do not take 
two, three, four months in between writing books. Listen, I know writing books is kind of exhausting, and it makes you mentally tired, it makes you physically tired, and you just want to stop and take a couple months. And that's understandable, I really do get it. But it's not really something that you should do, because you have no idea how quickly you can get out of the mindset of your characters. For instance, so, my first book, I finished it, and, um, I, I finished it on a very, um, uh, the plot was a lot of, was happening during the plot in that moment, and I was like, well, what happens next? I knew what happens next because I was the author, but I really wanted to write it so I can go back and read it, because that is something that I very much enjoy doing. Um, so I didn't... I wanted to know what was going to happen, and that's why I started writing right away. I started the second book the same day that I finished the first book, and, you know, that was okay. I mean, great. I, I'm on my writing. Those two books were, actually, I did very well with them without even realizing it, um... But you don't have to necessarily start your second book on the same day that you finished your first book. Because, yes, we all need a break sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I find myself needing a break before I even finish writing. And, you know, that's okay, too. Just don't take too long of a break. Um, a good break time, I would say, is between a week to two weeks. Even three weeks might be pushing it a little bit, but, um, please, please, please do not take month breaks between your novels, and I will explain that a little more in the next bullet point that I have, and that is to keep the relative tone the same. So, for instance, uh, my first book, it was very lighthearted, um... It was a war, it, there was a war going on, but the characters were, um, they told a lot of jokes, they had funny little remarks every once in a while, and, you know, that kept the tone very light. There were some, um, situations that they got into that were very humorous. It kept the tone light. But, if I took the second book and decided, you know what, this is a war. They should not be laughing. They should not be having fun. They should be terrified. If I decided that I wanted to do that, like, in the second book, the readers would be so confused. Like, I, my, as a writer, would be confused because I would be going from the first book, which is like, you know, you have a lot of laughs while you're reading it to the second book where you're bawling your eyes out because the character is mourning the death of everyone. And, you know, it's just, you gotta keep the tone the same because it's basically not, you you know. Um, the next thing you should do is character development... If you aren't doing character development, you're doing something wrong. And by what I, what I mean by that is, um, 
you should have established some character development in the first book. Um, it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative character development. Like, I was in a, I was writing a war novel, right? And so, some character development would be, um, these characters getting, like, PTSD or being extra cautious because of the experiences they've gone through. Um, that would be a good example of character development. It wouldn't necessarily be positive or negative, but it would be development in some sort of form. So, they're changing. And you definitely do not want to stop the change. If you think that your character is developed enough, they are perfect, after the first book, you are wrong. You are most definitely wrong. We never stop developing our character. And to stop character development in the middle of a series is ridiculous. <laughs> that's just, that's all I have to say on that. Um, you can take the time in the second novel to flesh out side characters. That's something that writers who are only writing one book per universe don't usually do. They only have so many pages to tell a story, and without making the story, like, 700 pages. And honestly, who wants to read a 700-page book? I mean, maybe. It just ha it would have to be very interesting and very intriguing. But when you have a series, you can flesh out your side characters a lot more, which is very, um... It's, uh, <laughs> it's something that you want to do to make your characters seem more like people and not like cardboard cutouts. So, <laughs> flesh out your side characters. Make sure you do that. If you're not writing a series, then you should probably still flesh out your side characters. Just don't go too overboard or else you're gonna lose a lot of your readers. Uh... This one kind of is like staying true to the tone, but you have to stay true to the theme of your book. So, I ex I talked about this a little bit more um, in the first one, but I, I was writing sci-fi for my series, and um, the first two books were sci-fi. It was great. There were guns, there were aliens, there were battles, everyone was shooting and killing each other. Uh, it was basically just great, <laughs> it was just a great sci-fi, um, but the third book, the third book was interesting. Why? Because my characters weren't, um, soldiers anymore. They didn't shoot guns, they didn't, uh, they didn't kill aliens, they did diplomatic relations with them. <laughs> Which, uh... It's not really what you think of when you think of sci-fi, which is, you know, it's a different type of sci-fi. But it's also very odd, because my first two books in the series were shooting aliens, not uh, having brunch with them. So, it's... <laughs> um, you gotta make sure you don't change that very much, or else you're gonna lose some readers... And that also would not be very good, because then you're going to lose your money. Which, yeah, you don't want to do that. So, um, the next thing I want to talk about is 
after writing a book, you're gonna get fans. Um, I didn't. I had my, uh, friend. That was the only person who ever really read that novel all the way through. And, you know, she was great. I, it, she was a good, um, reviewer. She read my entire story all the way through. And, uh... She had some ideas for it. Some, they were good ideas, but they were not my ideas. Um, so she wanted more of a romance plot. So I was like, you know what, that's okay. We'll do that. So we added some romance. Um, and I'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> we add some romance into the book. We, and then she was like, you know what, it feels very, uh uh, bloody. Maybe dial that back a little bit. And I was like, um, well, it's kind of a war, but okay, we'll dial it back. And so we did some diplomacy, which, you know, it was good for a couple chapters that actually worked out really well. It was a good break in the book. So, you see, I did that. It was, um, maybe four chapters that we did diplomacy, compared to, like, the 60 that I had written. So it was a good, um, break from all the shooting and killing. It balanced out the book. Well, not balanced, but it added a different aspect to the book, which is good. Um, but it it still wasn't my idea. And I feel like it would have been way, way, way worse if I actually had people reading this book. Um... Because I posted on Wattpad, and on Wattpad you can write a comment on every, uh, paragraph that is put on every paragraph, and so you can, like, add ideas or say, you know what, this is great, I love it, it's wonderful. Or you could be a terrible person and go, you know what, this sucks, you should do it this way. Anyway, so, the influential person that I was, thank goodness it did not get big, or else the second book would have not been my book. It would have been so, so different, and it would have sounded so different because it wasn't my ideas. It wasn't the things that I wanted to write for the book. It was just something that I was told would sound better than the idea that I had. And I was young. I was influential. I'm still young and influential, but less so. And I probably would have changed everything about the book. Uh... More on that, do not let your fans bully you. If you are letting your fans bully you, then they are writing the book, not you. But, um, I see this a lot. It didn't happen to me because I didn't get (laughs) comments on my book. Still kind of sad about that. But, uh, you know what? It's okay. Um, I saw this a lot on bigger books for Wattpad. Uh, not on Wattpad anymore. I'm actually on Inkit. And... People would constantly bombard the comment section with, When are you going to post? You should post next week. You should post two chapters. You should post... The next chapter should be long. And, you know, the readers were overwhelming this author with, like, requests. And if you keep doing this, you're going to burn out because... Often times readers don't really understand how much work actually goes into writing a chapter. 
Um, some days you can sit down and write ten pages, but some days you can sit down and write a paragraph and be like, whew, I'm done. <laughs> I can't write anymore. But, you know, it's if you keep doing stuff like that, writing like ten page chapters in a week, like keeping to this schedule that you don't want to keep to, your readers want you to keep to, you're going to burn out. You are going to lose all the fun that is writing and you're going to just be sad when you have to write and you're probably going to quit writing. I know that might seem a little dramatic, but sometimes I did want to quit and I didn't even have anyone pressuring me to uh, post just myself. So crazy how that works, but it does work. Um, romance. Romance. Um, a lot of books have a romantic side plot, especially when you're writing fiction. So, and like fiction fiction, not realistic fiction. Um, most of that comes in the second book. Why? Because in the first book, you're busy establishing a plot. You're busy establishing a setting, a problem, the characters, you know, all this stuff. It takes up a lot of time and effort. Um, and so, you know, you finish your first book without any romance, and you're like, you know what, I'm feeling good. But you get to your second book, and you realize you already have all your characters developed, their backstories spilled, you already have um, the setting, all the rules of the world are filled out, and you're just kind of stuck. So, what do you do? Romantic side plot! Woo! You know, a lot of people do that. And you know, it's not okay. It's not bad. (laughs) Sorry. Romantic side plots are not bad in any way, shape, or form. But, they could be better. They could be better in in the way that it does not take up the entire book. Okay? So... For a second novel, you have to make sure that your plot is long enough and enriched enough to fill up a majority of your book. If you have a romantic side plot, make sure it's a side plot, okay? I have to over-enunciate this side plot. It should be an aftertaste. The real... um. The real majority of the book should be the actual plot and not the romance. Unless if you are writing a romance. If it's, if you're writing a romance, please, by all means, make your book romantic. I'm not talking to you if you are writing a romantic book. (laughs) What I am talking to is the people who are writing fantasies when you're on an adventure, but you've run out of things to... Uh, you're just in a writer's block and you've run out of ideas for obstacles. Do not stop the plot for the romantic side plot. Okay? If you have a writer's block, go read a book. Get some ideas. Come back at a later date. It does not... You do not need to Solve your writer's block with a romantic subplot that takes up 90% of the book. Alright, my friends, my folks, my people, 
Do you understand? <laughs> okay. Also, romance is fun. Romance is fun. You know, you love getting into a relationship. Unless if you're a ace you know, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, sorry, a ace people. I guess this doesn't really apply to you. But you need to understand that if you are single, especially if you are single, you realize that not everyone is in a relationship. If you are writing a book while in a relationship, you are, um, you can forget that not everyone is in a relationship. Therefore, your characters do not need to all be in relationships. Right? Am I right? Because if the main character, if the main character is in a relationship, you know, all well and good. You know, they're the main character. They need a very enriched life to fill up uh, a book, especially a sequel. Um, but your side characters, they are not telling the book, telling the story, sorry. They are, sometimes they're hardly mentioned. They, like, appear in and around the book sometimes. But you do not need to go in detail in their relationship in their relationships, okay? Okay. So, what else? Um, I think that's all my list has. So, that's the end of this episode for today. Thank you for listening in, and tune in next Saturday.